You are listening to The Vet Podcast, presented by veterinarian Dr. Brian Greger from New Zealand and featuring an international team of animal health professionals. Join us as we discuss pet health issues from around the world. After a wee break, we're back again. Unfortunately, we still have a bit of false advertising. The team of international experts is actually just me at the moment. So if you are an animal health professional and would like to be part of this podcast, either email me at vetpodcast at gmail.com or message me through the Vet Podcast Facebook page. Likewise, if you have a topic you would like to discuss, flick me a line. So after that public announcement, as they say, on with the show. Trying to hide their pain is a natural behaviour for a lot of animals. It is not in their best interest to let predators or even social competitors know of their discomfort and potential weakness. Dogs are no exception. This can make it quite difficult to tell if your dog is in pain. If you look closely though, there are a few telltale signs we use to detect pain in dogs. And also, with a number of people living the good life and raising their own chickens... What do you do with that clucky chook? As a clinician, the term the tip of the iceberg comes to mind when I'm thinking about the chronic pain a dog may be in. I am sure that we are only recognising a small number of our patients that are suffering from discomfort. Probably the most common cause of chronic pain we see is that of osteoarthritis. Joints that are a little bit worse for wear. Now I can draw on my own misspent youth here. I have spent too much time riding dirt bikes too fast and at times with not enough control to keep me upright. I have also pursued our nation's passion of rugby for a number of years with the knocks and bumps that comes with this contact sport. Consequently, my body is not working quite as well as it was when it was new. I can sympathise with some of my patients and can vouch for the relief of pain control medication when required. In order to control pain in dogs, however, we must first recognise it. It is easy for my pain. I can feel it for myself and take appropriate steps to alleviate it. What about your dog? Sometimes the pain may be obvious. Often it isn't. So what do we look for? The first sign may be as subtle as a change in posture. The dog may crouch a little when it walks, or maybe it always used to sleep with its legs curled, but now only with them straight. If an older dog sleeps a lot, this may be its way of blocking out pain. Often there will be reduced exercise tolerance, or it perhaps appears withdrawn or refuses to play. The discomfort may get to a point where the animal has had enough and becomes disobedient, or even worse, aggressive. One of the signs that is close to my own heart is being a bit slow to start. It takes a wee bit to get going in the morning or after sitting for a period. My joints just need time to warm up. Some of the symptoms are quite obvious. Limping is an obvious sign of discomfort, as is difficulty standing, climbing stairs or jumping. A bit more subtle may be the shortening of the stride. All of these symptoms are non-specific but any one of them may indicate that a dog is in a bit of pain. 
There are a number of good treatments for chronic pain available for our pets now. The time to use them isn't when the dog is walking on three legs because the pain is unbearable. If the pain and inflammation is treated early, often it will slow down if not stop the progression of the joint degeneration. If your dog is showing any of these signs of pain, make an appointment to see your vet now. I'm sure your best mate will thank you for it. It is always interesting looking at the statistics in the back of our practice website. One of the most common searches is for clucky hens. Now this is quite typical because we have had two of our hens become clucky at home recently. For those of you who get your eggs in a packet from a supermarket, you're probably going, you what? A clucky hen is one whose hormones have changed to stop her laying eggs and now to sit on the eggs. Ideally, I suppose, to hatch them. All laying hens go through this clucky phase, often in spring and usually for up to three months. Now that's all very fine if you're wanting the hen to hatch fertilised eggs, but it doesn't help the pantry very much. Being clucky causes several problems. The first one is obvious, no eggs. The second one is that she will be taking up the laying box, stopping other hens from laying. Thirdly, a clucky hen is very possessive of her clutch of eggs and can be vicious when you go to get the eggs out from under her. Although a bit counterintuitive, it takes a lot of energy to sit on the eggs and some hens can overheat on the laying box and some even forget to eat. So if you have a clucky hen, what do you do? I guess if you do want her to hatch eggs, the first thing to ensure is that the eggs are in fact fertile. Obviously, this won't occur if you don't have a rooster or have purchased some fertile eggs. So, to unclucky, I don't know if that's a term, but to unclucky a chuck. If you do want chickens, put her and the fertilised eggs in another coop and stand back and wait. Usually it takes 21 days for her to hatch. If you don't want her to hatch the eggs, this is what we do. Remove her from the coop. We actually put her in a smaller cage which doesn't have a nesting box in it. Obviously with food, water and shelter though. It may take as little as 24 to 48 hours for her to mend her ways. Put her back in with the other hens and hopefully in no time at all she should be laying again. You have been listening to the Vet Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play or bookmark us in your favourite podcast player. To contact us, message through Facebook or email vetpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you.